Tim Gowers is not your typical blogger. A mathematician at Cambridge University, Gowers is a recipient of the highest honor in mathematics, the Fields Medal, often called the Nobel Prize of Mathematics. His blog radiates mathematical ideas and insight. In January 2009, Gowers decided to use his blog to run a very unusual social experiment. He picked out an important and difficult unsolved mathematical problem, a problem he said he'd love to solve. But, instead of attacking the problem on his own, or with a few close colleagues, he decided to attack the problem completely in the open, using his blog to post ideas and partial progress. What's more, he issued an open invitation asking other people to help him out. Anyone could follow along and, if they had an idea, explain it in the comments section of the blog. Gowers hoped that many minds would be more powerful than one, that they would stimulate each other with different expertise and perspectives, and collectively make easy work of his hard mathematical problem. He dubbed the experiment the Polymath Project. The Polymath Project got off to a slow start. Seven hours after Gowers opened up his blog for mathematical discussion, not a single person had commented. Then, a mathematician named Joseph Solimosi from the University of British Columbia posted a comment suggesting a variation on Gowers' problem, a variation which was easier, but which Solimosi thought might throw light on the original problem. Fifteen minutes later, an Arizona high school teacher named Jason Dyer chimed in with a thought of his own. And just three minutes after that, UCLA mathematician Terence Tao, like Gowers, a Fields medalist, added a comment. The comments erupted. Over the next 37 days, 27 people wrote 800 mathematical comments, containing more than 170,000 words. Reading through the comments, you see ideas proposed, refined, and discarded, all with incredible speed. You see top mathematicians making mistakes, going down wrong paths, getting their hands dirty following up the most mundane of details, relentlessly pursuing a solution. And through all the false starts and wrong turns, you see a gradual dawning of insight. Gowers described the polymath process as being to normal research, as driving is to pushing a car. Just 37 days after the project began, Gowers announced that he was confident the polymaths had solved not just his original problem, but a harder problem that included the original as a special case. He described it as one of the most exciting six weeks of my mathematical life. Months more cleanup work remained to be done, but the core mathematical problem had been solved. If you'd like to know the details of Gowers' problem, they're described in the appendix. If you just want to get on with listening to this audiobook, you can safely skip those details. The polymaths aren't standing still. Since Gowers' original project, nearly a dozen polymath and polymath-like projects have been launched, some attacking problems even more ambitious than Gowers' original problem. More than 100 mathematicians and other scientists have participated. Mass collaboration is starting to spread through mathematics. Like the first polymath project, several of these projects have been great successes, really driving our understanding of mathematics forward. Others have been more qualified successes, falling short of achieving their, sometimes extremely ambitious, goals.
Regardless, massively collaborative mathematics is a powerful new way of attacking hard mathematical problems. Why is mass online collaboration useful in solving mathematical problems? Part of the answer is that even the best mathematicians can learn a great deal from people with complementary knowledge and be stimulated to consider ideas and directions they wouldn't have considered on their own. Online tools create a shared space where this can happen, a short-term collective working memory where ideas can be rapidly improved by many minds. These tools enable us to scale up creative conversation, so connections that would ordinarily require fortuitous serendipity instead happen as a matter of course. This speeds up the problem-solving process and expands the range of problems that can be solved by the human mind.